0: How are you guys doing? How'd your uh, football teams do yesterday? Auburn, Auburn did better than I thought they would. (laughs) I was thankful for that. LSU had a great game, but Houston beat Pittsburgh today. Today. Okay. All the mo- more important parts of life, right?
1: Well I don't want that. The Packers
0: will not lose today. Yes. <laughs> oh well, you're not watching right? You're not watching. No, they're not right. They played Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> they played Thursday, they lost Thursday. <laughs> they're not off to a great start this year, are they? Let's, let's look at some more important stuff here. Oh, did I move that already? Didn't want to go there yet. Gave away the whole, the whole program here. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we have to come together and uh, look into your word. And Father, we just pray that you would uh, open our eyes to the truths that you have in, that, in your word for us. Father, I pray that you would open our hearts to to what you would have us to do with those truths and and to live them. Um, And Father, just thank you for this time that we have to to come to your church and to worship you. I pray these things in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. So we're looking at at Jesus through Old Testament eyes, and I think uh, last week was what? I wasn't here last week. What what was taught last week? Anybody remember? Come on. Jesus. Jesus. Abraham. Uh, Matt taught about Abraham last week. I hope, I didn't talk to him. <laughs> That's what he was supposed to teach about anyway. Um, so this week we're gonna start looking at David, King David. Um, and it's kind of interesting to me as I look through the, the Old Testament things to see how God's been working all along from, from the very beginning and how he works through you know, his, his story, history, uh, to uh, to bring about the the end that that he wants so I know that for me personally and and yeah, just to- said to him, the son of David. So the Pharisees...
2: temple no per, temple no permanent To look at it in terms of the covenant people. Have right. the covenant people of God ever really been at rest? Right. You know, yeah. you can look at periods of history where you, it's been better or worse, but there's always uh, a sense that we are we're pilgrims. Right. You know, this right. world is not our home, and Jesus says, um, "The world did not love me; the world hated me, and so they're going to hate yeah. you too." Yeah. So there, there's always a sense where we, as the the Israel of God, the people of faith, the covenant people, always have a sense of un- unrest. It, it's like this, this world is not our home. We're, we're made for another place that, and that we're longing for. So we're still wandering in the wilderness. Yeah, I think maybe that's the point.
0: pool as well. people
2: case of david you know you you can have so much hope in a good thing and so much focus on a good thing it was a a good thing to build a temple that's a good thing but if you're so absorbed in that you can miss the better thing that god has in store um if if god had essentially allowed david to build him a house then he would have had and we would have had probably forever the idea that the point of the of walking with god is well we've got to do things for god We've yeah. got to build him a house. We've got to, you know, do this great thing for him. Whereas he says the essence of what faith is in the, a relationship with him is, "I'm going to do something amazing for you." Right. And so again, it's it's not a bad thing to build a house for the Lord. In our modern day, it's not a bad thing to build nice church buildings or whatever you know the equivalent would be. But if we get so focused on that good thing, it's a good thing to to vote for politicians that are doing moral things and have upright character and all that, but if we get so focused on that thing it's just, it's too myopic we miss the bigger thing uh, so it's kind of the trick is, hey, can we do can we do both at the same time? Can we have short term vision where we do care about the world, but also can we maintain that further vision to say, hey it's bigger than this, it's bigger than one election or one building pro- project or one yeah. service project, it, it's bigger than that. Yeah. It's a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that we have an obligation to vote? Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And another question
2: probably part of it is that um, by the time of the Reformation, the church had really lost the plot. And I think in many ways all these ceremonies and uh, titles and all these uh, offices and the Pope and the cathedrals and it all served as a distraction from the simple beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the most essential thing. And so the gospel became one little star in a whole constellation of other things that people were doing. And I think in many ways, the Reformation was about kind of clearing the deck and saying, let's focus on the one thing. Let's focus on Jesus and justification by grace through faith in him. Let's focus on God's word. Let's... The, you know, the solas of the reformation, all these things by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, the word alone, the glory of God alone. Let's focus on those solas and then all these other things which have been distracting us kind of need to go by the wayside. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and again, I don't think it's wrong to build a nice building. Right. I think we have a nice building. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. But if it becomes about the building, oh, yeah. then it is something wrong. And that, and that's, you know.
0: This is how the story. I think it's interesting that you know, we focus on David and the King King, but when you read before that, God was telling them that you don't need a king like all the other nations right. around you. They wanted to be like the other nations around. Them. Yeah. So, um, I, I kind of find that interesting that, you know. Yeah. So he gave them, he told them what they would get when they got a king. says I am your king, right? And there's that, that's the connection. There everything else is underneath. These things come full circle. All of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I also think it's interesting that, you know, in the beginning God tells us that he wants to dwell among his people. And then as history goes on, he makes that provision through Christ. You know, it isn't just a church. the I just want to say what you've got on the screen right now pretty well answers the whole thesis of uh, today's lesson. Because Revelation starts by saying the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is the opening of the understanding of Jesus. That's what Revelation is about. And here's the.